Scott Nick and Beth, one of our favourite guests on the show. He's having a party next week as well, Beth, though, for oh, National Science there. Week uh, to kick it off Dr. Carl's house party. Also, got a new book out, uh, Dr. Carl's Random Road Trip Through Science. It's an audio book as well. Dr. Carl, how are you this morning? Um, very happy. Look, if you want to go to my party, just go to drcarl.com, D-R-K-A-R-L.com. It'll tell you how to join us for our fabulous party. There'll be music and there'll be a story there about the animal that grows a new anus every time once you have a poo. And oh. how it's been making coffee the wrong way and all the uh, hard-down noise news about alcohol. Did you know that um, two glasses of champagne with bubbles get you as drunk as three glasses of champagne if you get rid of the bubbles. Wow. wow. Okay, so keep the bubbles. I will continue to do that. In a responsible uh, fashion. Now, Dr. Carl, we are getting you on because obviously it is National Science Week next week. Um, mm-hmm. And look, I have a little bit of a bad habit. Sometimes I like to eat in my sleep. Um, the other night, I oh, must really? have been, yeah, the other night I must have been hungry when I went to bed because I woke up and I had um, an empty jar of nuts and an empty punnet of berries that I had eaten throughout the night, which I do not recall. Why do I really? eat in my sleep, Dr. Carl? Um, it's a variation on sleepwalking, and yours is pretty normal. I have heard of people eating a cigarette and raw oh. bacon sandwich. Oh, oh no. What? Together? Yes, like a cigarette yes. in all? Oh. That's a They got a cigarette. Combo. And they wrapped it in raw <gasps> bacon, then wrapped that in bread and ate it. Oh, no, Dr. Well, Carl. at least I'm making healthy food choices in my sleep, I must say. <laughs> so the thing to do is to go and see your local GP and get bounced to a place called a sleep laboratory where they'll look at your sleep during the night. Oh, that's very clever. I like that. Uh, now, yeah. one of our favourites, Rose from Cotswold Hills, we were just talking with her, and she wanted to know, why is the moon sometimes orange, Dr. Carl? Um, if it's right on the horizon, the uh, blue light has been bounced away or bent away by Raleigh's law of scattering. So um, when the sky, sun, sorry, when the moon is straight above you, we call that thickness of air one, we call it an air mass of one. But when the moon when the moon or the sun is on the horizon, you're looking through thirty three times more air and then Raleigh's law, R A Y L E I G H's law of scattering kicks in and bends away all the blue light. I can tell you that it happens, but the only language I can explain it to you in is not English and it's not uh, Mandarin or uh, Ranta. French. It's it's uh, mathematics. Oh, okay. so you're going to have to trust me on this one. <laughs> if, you, if you do the mathematics, you can just you go through and you say, "Oh my God!" And that means that the moon is really orange on the horizon, and so is the sun. Right? Really? You can't do it in any language except mathematics. Now, and, and talking about the moon, um, Doctor Carl, there was a full moon last week, um, and I live in a little neighbourhood called neighbourhood called Withcott. And in Withcott, things got really crazy. Okay, all the animals were barking. There was howling. Okay cat escaped. Um, I had very interrupted sleep. And so I want to know, do you believe that the full moon makes us crazy? Is it a thing? Well, not according to the, I know, boring mathematics. (laughs) So if it happens to be a full moon and then all the dogs are barking, you say, well, every full moon ever in the history of the human race over the entire world, everybody goes crazy. But if you do these statistics, and for example, look at Every hospital in a country over 10 years, 
and they've done this in several countries around the world, they do not find a rise in motor vehicle accidents, hospital admissions, psychiatric admissions on the full moon. There's no, and in America, they've found no increase in police activity, police admissions on the full moon. Oh. There will be the case that if you're living in a society where there's no electricity, Sure, you'll use the light of the free of the full moon to have a party because mm. it's free. It's there, but like if you got electricity, yeah, party, party. But if, if you've got electricity, there's no extra change in activity on the full moon. So here's my trick to you: go and write down what happens every night, and then do this for about a year, and then see if there is a peak in activity on the full moon. Uh, that would classify you as a full nerd, and you'd be my bestie, and I'd love you to pieces. I was going to say, I don't know if we're going to get there, Dr. <laughs> Carl. Oh, no, it's worth <laughs> it's it to be your commitment. bestie. <laughs> uh, Dr. Carl's house party, get involved in National Science Week. It's going to be massive. Uh, absolutely awesome week for the kids to get involved is as well, especially if they hold up. And also make sure you get Dr. Carl's new book, Dr. Carl's Random Road Trip Through Science. Mate, thank you so much. We always love speaking with you. Thank you, Dr. Beth, Dr. Nick.